and hours. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. Welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. This is Truth, Freedom, and Sophia with your host, Sophia, and my co-host tonight, Juliana. And shout out to super producer Cindy Ashby for putting this all together. All of our shows are live on onthewakeupradio.com. Also catch replays on SoundCloud, Google and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Wake Up Radio. Also support us at PayPal slash On The Wake Up Radio at gmail.com. Check out our new streaming site, otwtube.com, where you can upload your own videos, create your own profile, just like the other tube I refuse to name. But it's even better, much better, because it's not censored. And also we're on Cash App at dollar sign On The Wake Up Radio. Again, find us at onthewakeupradio.com. Welcome to my co-host tonight, Juliana. How you doing? Hi, I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Thank you. And yes, shout out to Cindy Ashby and On The Wake Up Radio and Sophia. I feel honored to be here that I was asked to be here today. Well, I was super excited because when we were getting going on the phone the other day, I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a great conversation. And I think right now it is the perfect topic, free will because no one's using it, no one's engaged with it. And it seems like it's it's the next level before we are all enslaved, basically. It's getting free will stuffed out, getting people disengaged with free will, thinking they're engaged with it when they're really not. So what do you have to say about that? So yeah, um, I have some questions. And Great. I thought that, you know, first I would define free will in Wikipedia, right? um, I'm going to define free will and then I could just ask some questions and we both can answer the questions and go back and forth and just elaborate on that and go from there. So the concept of free will, right? So the Wikipedia says free will is a capacity of agents to choose between different possible courses of actions implemented. Free will is closely linked to the concepts of morals of responsibility praise, guilt, sin, and other judgments, which apply only to the actions that are freely chosen. So it is also connected with the concepts of advice of persuasion, deliberation, and prohibition. So what does that come to mind with you with free will? What what do you think when you think of free will, the definition of free will? So my true definition of free will is being able to engage and experience and engage with all possibilities, using all your own faculties, using all your own morals, values, and your own judgments based on, you know, what you believe, how you feel about life. And I think that when we engage with experience and we're raw with life like that, and we don't have outside influences that's where we learn ourselves the most. That's where we develop our intuition and our free will and our intuition are very strongly linked. And that's, that's, that's my definition of it. it's being able to engage in all possibilities using your own judgments. I, you know, I agree with you, Sophie, on that. I also believe free will. We were born with free will, right? It was a gift yeah. we were given at birth. We were created. We weren't born with. Hold on, hold on. This is important. The core, the core of humanity, the core relationship between God and humanity is that is the basis of the relationship is free will. Correct. Yes. Sorry. So you tie that in. No, no, I love you for that. Yes, yes, yes. No, she's right. When we were created, when we were created and we came into this world, as people call it, aka born, right? But we were created by the most high. This goes hand in hand, right? So basically we were given this gift, which is a gift to have free will. And yeah, my whole definition of free will is able to make your own choices, to decipher for yourself, to not pass any negative judgment, just to do it, right? Free will is about your morals and 
everything that you stand on, what you believe in, right? What you want to fight for, your free will. I have free will to do this. I have, free, And there's always a choice, right? You always can make a choice. That's what free will is. So um, I wanted to ask you, how does free will dictate your life? It actually has been the basis of my life. So I can say I was very born, very strongly, very, very strongly intact with my intuition. And I don't say this with arrogance. It's taken me a long time to even admit this to people, like, and say it openly to strangers that I was born just knowing I had a very strong connection to God. I had a relationship with other to, I don't know what other entities, other dimensional entities, maybe angels. I don't know what to call them. But I always knew that the that everything in my life had to be grounded in truth and had to come from my own free will. And because of that, I've been ousted in a lot of situations in my life. I've been called cuckoo crazy and for not making certain decisions in my life. And I could tell you this, I'm probably the happiest person I know. And I'm probably the smartest person I know. When I say I'm the smartest person I know, I don't mean I'm smarter than everybody I know. I mean, I am the smartest person in my own life make, to make the best decisions for me because of that. That's how I mean that. So it's uh, it's empowered me in so many ways because it's kept my psyche intact. It's kept my mental intact and it's kept my, I think my spirit, that flame inside of me intact. And for me, free will is so directly tied to passion. They get mm -hmm. us to snap out our passion, which gets us to subvert our free will to the system. And I never did that. And I'm very proud to stand here and say, I never did that. I knew my whole life where I would end this game. And I knew it was never going to be in the world with everybody else in the, in the everyday world like that. And I feel really good about it. <laughs> nice. Nice. That was amazing answer to my question. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, you know, I'm feeling like I've always had that not to, boost my ego or you know i'm, I'm not right. boosting myself. no it's we have to start claiming our power I'm right starting this to is our power through. take it back we need to take our power back this is the way yeah. to take our power back is thank you for letting me communicate this is the way this is this plat platform is the way so i've always felt very strongly and passionate about things in this world right i've always felt like i've always had to make things like i've had to make a difference in this world and was for me to be rebellious right to stand on my own ground and also be independent right so i've been woken up for about five years to certain things right but i haven't been like awake or aware to what really was happening until like probably two years ago basically almost the pandemic right so now knowing what i know knowing so deeply right sophia we already know how deep it goes we already know how it goes but there's a like legit breakaway civilization running it's this. Like, yeah. yeah legit like now and and the fact that you know right once you know what's really happening and you connect the dots right and you see it for yourself it's a matter of that free will kicks in it kicks in hard mm -hmm. so you're like okay so now that i know and i'm against that I don't want to be a part of this beast system anymore. I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this parasitical reality. I don't want to be a part of it anymore. Now it's a matter of, I have free will. I have choices. I have to make decisions. So this is where I've come. This is why this is a, this is a really big topic right now. This is what's happening right now. So it brings me to my next question for you, my lady. Yeah. So, how do you feel about people compromising their free will for the infusion? And we know what the infusion is. I mean, I don't really want to say it because I don't want to say yeah. it. I mean, this is not censored, but, you know, we're going to call it the infusion. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is one that really bothers me and really upsets me. And in a way... I don't know what to say because I always been a person, right? And I was just having this conversation with my husband. I was venting like a little bit too much downstairs. And I was like, listen, <laughs> I'm not blaming you. I'm just venting like, cause I'm not a person that like keeps imposing on people. I won't pressure people. I will literally say it once and then just let you to yourself. If you really want to do it, you'll do, you know, blah, blah. 
and that's how I feel with other people, but we have to step in with this because it's not just them engaging with information and then using their own judgment. They're not even able to engage in the truth of the information to make the right judgment. And this is where they are subverting their own free will for comfort, for the system. See, the system is getting them by the balls right now by telling people your life will be very different your life won't look the same. You want to get back to normal. You want to have this, these fun things. And these are things everybody's life is built around. They don't. Their life isn't built around God, a foundation of values and morals, not because mm -hmm. they're bad people or they don't have any morals or values, but because they are products of the system, the, you know, the parents' indoctrination system, education system, and all of that. So their lives have been revolved around getting a good career, making money to have a comfortable life. And now all those comforts are being threatened. And they are like freaking out because their free will isn't kicking in strong enough because it's been subverted so much that they're just like, no, the thought of life being, I, to me, it's like the thought of engaging with reality and my own survival scares me. So no, I'm going to reject reality and truth and I'm going to just go with the system. It sucks, but that's totally what's happening. And they're not even caring enough to have that survival instinct kick in where they have to say like, no, this is life or death. They don't see it as life or death. Mm -hmm. They see it as happy versus unhappy, comfortable versus uncomfortable. All these ridiculous things that are surface, surface bullshit. They're surface level. Right, right. So, and when you think about it, it's, it's this world, it's things of this world. They, they live for this world. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that comes, and that comes to, um, my, my next, you know, my next tie into this whole thing about it does free will coexist. Well, does free will coexist within religion and science? Okay. Well, no. you don't have to be religious. You don't have to be religious. You can be spiritual right now. When you start compromising with your free will and saying you're spiritual though, well, you know what I'm hearing is, well, God has me and he does, he does. God has me. So if I get the infusion or if, if I do this and that and that, my faith will overpower that poison and my, this is what I'm hearing, right? Constantly. And this is why we're having this discussion and that will overpower anything, any harm that can happen to me. So they're overriding the free will. And they're making excuses. Now it comes to a point where, well, is it the question is, well, is that what their consciousness, their reality of free will is? And does it make it right? Or is it not really free will at that point? You know what I'm saying? I don't want to insult anyone in saying this, but to me, that sounds like a, a religious delusion. And why it sounds like a religious delusion is we kind of touched on this. And I said, yeah, if you're a really advanced person spiritually which most people who are involved in religion are not spiritually evolved that is a fact because they're very legalistic in their mindset and you cannot be spiritually yep. free if you're legalistic in your mindset and if you follow religion you're being bound by the religion and not bound by your god and your intuition and your morals and your values you're more being like uh enticed to be a good person based on this set of systems so you can get a better life in the afterlife and that to me is not that is the opposite of what spirituality is. And that's why I don't denounce religion, but I am, I but you know, you know how, you know, I, how I feel about God and Jesus and all that. Oh, but, I do not. Uh, yeah, when yeah. people say that they're not spiritually advanced enough. And yes, if you are on a high, high, highly spirit, like you're on monk status, you can, you can claim that. You can claim that you have your body at such a high vibration and your spirituality at such a high vibration that you can literally keep your body shielded and protected. But most people aren't living like that. And that's a delusion when they say that because their preacher or their priest who is probably a CIA operative without knowing it, because a lot of these churches are, my own aunt is in our family text every other weekend. Nobody's listening to her saying, God want you to get shot. God would want you to do this. And we'll just like, please, I said last week, remove her or I'm, I'm removing myself from this right. family text. I, I, why do we have to engage in that? But I think it's a delusion. It's, it's them getting there again. It's them convincing themselves why they should do something that goes against what they know is right for them. And right. in their mind, 
that, 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 oh, at the end of the day, God will protect me. But God created us with free will. He didn't create us with free will and exactly. say, if you make a bad decision, then I'll protect you. So I got your free will to make all these decisions on your own. But if one's a bad one, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm sorry. I do have a lot of faith. I'm a faithful, faithful person. And I believe if they were dragging you by the collar and they jabbed that in you, yeah, God will step in for you. He will. God right, will right, right. You. But I'm telling you, you step in that hospital on your own and you say, jab me. God is not going to shield you and he's not going to take the poison out of your body. Just not going to happen. Right. That's like an example, right? Um, well, I have to kill this person in order to feed my family. No, you don't. No, you don't. That's the same. I mean, it's the same crazy decision making, right? It's the same type of thinking for me. I mean, that's just how I see it. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm observing, right? This is the way that they're um, they're presenting it. Like, it's okay. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, let me just get rid of that free will. And let me just, I don't, I'm not going to have free will. I don't have free will. There's no choice. I have no choices here. No, there's always a choice. This. Can I jump in for one second? Cause you're, you're making yeah. me think of something you're saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. Think of this. If you get that right. And then your neurological system shot, how are you going to be able to exert any judgment and ever engage in your own free will when you're, when you, when you're reliant on infusions all the time or medications all the time and your brain's half shut down and someone's going to wipe your ass or, or whatever side effect could come about. You won't be able to use your free will. It's just like, it's not worth it. People really need to realize what they are not just participating in, right? But what they're giving up, they're giving up reality and truth and an opportunity to stand with their fellow man and, and, yeah. and stand for life. Sorry, I didn't mean to, to cut you no, off. No, no, no. Hey, listen, this is what it's about, right? If, if if I think of something, I might do the same thing, right? I want you to tell. I want you to, yeah, I want you to do it. Like, I want you to say, hey, I got something that's because, you know, you can lose it instantly. So that brings me to the fact. Yeah. So I was, I was talking with a couple people. I don't want to say names since we're on the radio. Right. But, um, you know, there, one person's telling me, oh, well, you know, um, I'll be okay because I'm taking this, this, and this to detox it out. I said, you cannot detox the infusion out. The infusion embeds into all of your body. Well, you know, I'll be fine. I said, you're going to be fine when you're not, you can't work. You're, oh, I have to pay my bills, my retirement. Well, how are you, how are you going to pay your bills or your retirement if you are having adverse side effects or you develop cancer in the next several years? How are you going to do these things if something happens to you, which it will, depending on if you get, you know, the saline or the other, you know, injection, I mean, infusion, you know? It's all a matter of when the time happens, you will not be able to do what you have to do or decide or have your free will. You won't be able, you might not even know who God is anymore. Your God or what. Your God will be government. That, exactly. That's the plan. Your God will be government. And if it goes according to plan, here's what will happen. We'll have a mass die off of the most sickly among us who get it. Then in about five years, we'll see a lot of people start coming down with all of these autoimmune issues that they never had, but that, you know, will say, oh, so common, so common. It'll, it'll suddenly be Genetics. the most common disease ever alive. Genetics. Right. And then, we'll, we'll, and then we'll start seeing people in their 40s and 50s suffering from dementia and all kinds of neurological problems. You watch. That's when, that's when we'll see all these side effects. And by then, the... the the big pharma will have their briefcase all zipped up, full of money. They don't have to pay out nothing, none of these adverse reactions. Mm -hmm. And that's how it always goes. It always, this is a pattern that they follow. The history repeats itself over and over again. I mean, this is just, this is just a constant history again and again. It's his story, his story, yeah. his story, always. So I was going to ask you, do free will and fate go hand in hand? 
Ooh, that is a really good question. Can I read something? Because you're asking me this question and I legit was just <laughs> reading something and it doesn't answer the faith aspect, but I will answer that. It it does. It, 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 I feel like it goes with this question, though, for some reason. Okay, perfect. Okay, ready? That quality in an animal which directs its actions and tells it where to go to find food and shelter, we call instinct. It is really omniscience in the animal. The same quality, more highly developed, makes its appearance in man and is what we call intuition. Intuition is God in man, revealing to him the realities of being. And just as instincts guide the animal, so would intuition, God, guide man, if he would allow it to operate through him. Here again, we must be careful not to mistake a psychic impression for an intuitive one. Psychic impressions seek to control man. Intuition always remains in the background and waits for its recognition, like faith. Behold, I stand at the door. All arbitrary control of man stopped as soon as he was brought to the point of self-knowingness. From this point, he must discover himself. But intuition, which is nothing less than God in man, silently awaits his recognition and cooperation. The spirit is always there if we could but sense its presence. Mystics, such as myself, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> have felt this wonderful power working from within and have responded to it. And as sure evidence that they were not laboring under delusions, they have all sensed the same thing. Had the impressions been psychic only, each would have seen and sensed a different thing. The reason I wanted to read that is because faith has to me to do with that inner knowing, that inner instinct, right? Trusting yourself, trusting that inner, inner you. And I think that, yeah, faith is directly tied to free will because of that. Because faith has to do with your inner knowing, your inner trust in yourself and your inner trust in that spark of God in you. That your intuition is being directed from that higher realm that you don't want to ignore it. So that has to be faith in it. You have to have faith in that, that, that you're, you know, true. So yep. I hope that was a good answer. That was amazing. Well, that brings me to a read as well. So right. I have the book here in front of me. It's called The Fun of Dying with Roberta Grimes. It's a it's a quantum physics mixed with God. I highly recommend this book. Um, this is a great book. So it brings me to chapter five. It's called Consciousness is All That Exists. Okay. That's true. And I'm going to read. Um, this is Jesus. This is Luke 17, 20, 21. The kingdom of God does not come visibly, nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is within you. So that's exactly You know, what I have chills because I read that verse right before I got on. I'm, I'm like literally chilling. No way. I'm not, I'm not kidding. When you just said Luke uh, 11 <laughs> thing, I was like, are you kidding me? I was just, re I just read that verse in here. Look, it's highlighted. You see that? It's highlighted. Um, That's so funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. I knew it. I knew it. You and I are connected. Okay. So I was going to read another, another part of the book. So it's chapter five. It talks about matter and consciousness, basically. So um, here we go. Exploring the amazing implications. Although consciousness seems to be a kind of energy, it is not like a material energy, and it does not obey matter law, material laws. What we think of as the laws of physics and function only in this material universe, and this universe is just a small part of a much greater whole. Each of us is a part of consciousness, and more powerful than we can imagine, the I that is in your mind is external. You never began, and you will never end. Indeed, the very notions of exter externity and of beginning and ending are like a size, a human idea of constructs. Without objective time, they mean nothing. That's there is no such thing as a private thought. There's no such thing as a private thought. Think about how deep that is, right? Since your consciousness is open to all consciousness, privacy is a human illusion. 
Matter is composed of consciousness, so in some way, everything may be somewhat conscious. For example, your dog, your cat, perhaps the trees, right? The trees, the rocks. The trees are the probably earth. the most conscious. The trees are probably the most conscious, yeah, of them all. So, and that brings me to the end. Your eye and my eye are not separate. We are all one, right? We're all, all one being. We're all brothers and sisters, right? The concepts of separate and the same are human notions. This is of this world, right? This human notions. It doesn't seem possible in human terms to express precisely, sorry, how we are connected, but it is not wrong to say that we are all part of one great whole. So for, for example, when Jesus says, love your neighbor as yourself, we think he must mean love your neighbor as if he were yourself. But Jesus, in fact, may be telling us that you and your neighbor are part of one being. I always said that. That's one of my, I have a t-shirt that literally says that on it because I love that. No way. I love you so much. This is I'm like, yeah, Sophia's on. I have to go. Uh, Sophia, I'm here. But yeah, Thank so you. that that just comes to my point of we all have free will. And we are all conscious beings, right? And if you're consciously aware, I mean, everybody knows, right? If you're if you're not being consciously aware, so you're, if you're consciously aware of how this infusion or what's happening with this system, and you're going exactly. to obey and conform, how are you going to be at your higher peak, your higher self? When we talk about chasing afterlife, right? Eternity. We talk about eternity. If you're trying to get to eternity and stop being stuck here, your soul is recycling, which we're all trying to get out of this because our souls are constantly being recycled because you're not ready. You're not ready. Well, if you're trying to get to eternity and you are aware and you know what's happening and you still, you're going to get stuck here again. It makes me sad. It just, I mean, it makes me sad. It's just what it is. We have to be a whole as a one. And this is what I was saying on my live. And I know this is why Cindy reached out to me was that we all have to stand together. We're bigger in numbers, right? And that's the only way that we're going to win or we're going to have to win alone, which is sad because I, I want everybody to win here. I agree. Um, I have been saying, I think for almost a year, I've been hashtagging the unify and not comply because I really think that is the true only way. And if we all start participating in consciousness again, see, I think what happened is people stopped engaging in consciousness. And I don't know if like, if there's a light in all of us, you know, where that consciousness comes from and, and if it can get snuffed out completely, I don't know that. I mean, we can all only guess, but it does seem like there is, is like an engagement with consciousness that we have to actively care about like you just said if you know what something does to you and you know it does something bad to you and then you still rationalize why you should do it you're not that conscious you're not applying your consciousness to your own life which means yeah you might tap into consciousness but you're not conscious in your own life that you're applying the things you know to have a better life that is to me the ultimate when jesus says when you make the inner like the outer Right. He says that in the book of Thomas and the, um, in the hidden gospels, people don't don't like what they don't like that because to them, they think that it has something to do with male and female and this weird gender shit. It doesn't. It has to do with when you yes. apply the knowledge, when you when you match the true you, the true you, your free will with your outside yes. life. It's when you match your free will with your outside life. When you don't construct this alter personality that engages in the world and then you have this inner life that is something different, that you desire different things. And that's what we're living in right now. A world where we, people are split. They have, they are living, a majority of people are functioning split personalities. They have an yeah. inner life, an inner world, an inner morality system that they follow, but they do not follow it in their active life. They don't live that out in their actual life because the world has constructed something different that they have signed on to or agreed to, or they have, you know, just that become the dominant personality because it's easier to navigate this world. 
But I'll tell you this, they're not happy. Those people are not happy. They're constantly seeking another pleasure, another pleasure. And I'll tell you, when you go from, I've been through it all, by the way, like I'm not sitting up here on some high horse and I've gone through nothing in my life. <laughs> I've lived about, I've, I've lived a lot of different things. I've been a drug addict in my life. I, so I'm not sitting here saying it without experience. When you've right. experienced literal, you go from spiritual pleasure as a child, then you go out in the world and you become a wild maniac because you just, you're just doing whatever you want. You know, you're, you're loving life. I was amped up on life, but then you yeah. fall into bad things. And then you realize those physical pleasures suck and they mean nothing. They add no goodness to your life, except for mm -hmm. that in the moment, in the moment, instant gratification, that instant gratification usually doesn't have spiritual worth or value. So then you go back to that inner self, right? Connecting again with that inner self, developing that light, activating that light again. And then you just are oscillating, always feeling that pleasure, that connection. And it's just, it's incomparable. Why do you want to go back to a, a life where you're like a schizophrenic? To me, when I think of myself in those phases, I feel like I was a schizophrenic. Meaning I was following voices that had nothing to do with the inside me. I was following outside voices. I was following outside things and I was ignoring the inner me. And I felt like crap every single day. And I wasn't even as bad as in my mind as I think I was. You know what I mean? Right. Like people say, oh, you weren't even, you know, you, you, you weren't that bad. And I'm like, in my head though, to myself, I was. And that's because I was living like a crazy person outside this, being influenced by everything around me, nothing inside of me. And that's the wrong world. You don't want to be in that world. You want to be able to be in the world, but not of it, not a product of it. Yes, yes. I I agree with you. I agree. You want to be in the world, but you don't want to be on, you know, you don't want to be a walking robot. I mean, you know, obviously there is an unseen contract that we didn't sign. Unfortunately, that we're on, you know, that was that, that day. We yeah. can't take ourselves. We can't take ourselves off. You know, becoming a sovereign person. It's just, Absolutely. it takes time, right? Everything is. It, it's like we have to get there. We're gonna get there. But we also know, and we know, being aware, like we were talking about Sophia the other day, being aware and obviously applying it, like you said, it's applied. We have to apply it. We have to try every day. It takes shadow work every day. It takes hard work and perseverance, right? We're not perfect. We're going to be of the flesh. We are human. We make mistakes. Yeah. But being aware of that and being able to admit to that and, and still knowing your free will and not compromising it is, I think, you living your highest. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to have land. You don't have to have money like that in order to achieve that higher self and be on that, that high, Absolutely. right? All you have and to do is honor yourself. You have to and the honor happiness yourself. will be a byproduct. Exactly. And I think observation, right? Remember, we were oh, talking yeah. about this. If you're able to do, you know, observe, if you're able to observe and see and have the eyes wide open, right? And have all your eyes open. And you can just go from there, like you were touching on earlier. Intuition. Intuition and free will go hand in hand, which is going to make your faith. So all of it ties in together perfectly. Yeah. And if you're able to, to use those tools, which they're tools that, you know, our higher being, God, source, whatever title anybody wants to put on it, because everybody has to put a title on things nowadays, yeah, which I, I can't stand that. I can't stand this, Sophia. I'm like, why does everything have to have a title? That's yeah. the byproduct of lack of consciousness because they, right. they, they're used to navigating world with labels. Label. Yeah. Everything has Labels to have a label. Red and blue. You know what I mean? Liberals and Democrats. I mean, liberals and Republicans. Yeah. yeah. And blah, blah, blah. And Democrats. And right. right and wrong. We, we got to touch right on and right wrong. and wrong. It's like good or bad. Good or bad. Okay. Why does everything have to have a title on it? You have to put a title on it. Like, no, there is no title for it. It's unseen. It's just it like the, the battle that is happening, the spiritual warfare. It is the unseen battle. That's why there are things that we don't know why it happens, but it's happening because it's unseen, which you can see it. 
but it's unseen. You know, I know you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you can see the expression of the unseen things unfolding. You can see the manifestation and the outcome. And that's what these people do, by the way. So these people, I won't get too deep into it, but we'll call them just the cabal, you know, the, the, the secret, cabal. Yeah, we can the say secret the cabal. rulers. Yeah. They do practice a form of magic and they manipulate the unseen realm through frequencies and vibrations and yes our energy they suck that's why we feel drained sucking the life when they say that literally that's what that saying is when you say i feel like the life's been sucked out of me because it has it is it always is and once you recharge right it, it once again they're sucking it reminds me you know the movie monsters inc you know, the yeah, yeah. So Monsters Inc. is a prime example. I mean, they just told us, hey, yeah. we're, we're sucking that that fear and using the fear, right? We're using the yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, I, 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 I used to think about that. Just a kid's movie, right? Like, it's Monsters Inc. It's totally that. When you say sucking the life force out. And exactly, Sophia, what you said. They are witches, warlocks. They know they practice magic. They've had all the secrets. They keep them hidden. We don't know. And then they've used Halloween. They've used pagan holidays to cover it up and make it as a joke. Everything is a joke to them. Everything they make it is an inversion. Yeah. Yes. It's an upside down, right? It's everything. a way for them to laugh at us, basically. It's like everything is like an affront to God. And we are the representatives of God here. Mm -hmm. So if they can get us to be ridiculous or to do what they want, then that means they can get, they, they can, they're, they're affronting God, you know, they're they getting, ha 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 ha, because that's what, whoever you want, Moloch, Baal, Satan, he has many names. That's what he did. Well, ha ha, ha ha, got you. Hey, yeah, guess what now? You know what I mean? I got your people. So one thing I do want to make it a point to, because I know in this conspiracy world and in the research world, one of the things I've dedicated my life to is, is researching this, the truth about, you know, religion and all of that. And religion is a complete lie. And what they've done is they've taken real symbols and they've inverted them just like the Nazis dealt with the swastika. So they use real symbols of power because the symbols of power, those symbols, like say the, uh, the cross, the star of David, these things, mm -hmm. they're not, if the symbols aren't good or bad, okay? They use the symbol because the symbol engages with your consciousness, with your soul. It's a, not a language of the tongue. It's a language of the spirit. And that's how they get you to without agreeing to, to, to sign on to these things. So it's not the symbol. So we got to stop saying these symbols are evil. It is not the symbol that is evil. The symbol is used for a higher consciousness purpose. And they know that and they use that symbol to access your consciousness. So they are using it for evil. They are evil. That is what I want to make a distinguishment of. Because it does bother me. I see a lot of ignorance in our community of people. They just, they see, they read something, they see it, and then they see it everywhere. And they don't understand it. So I get the conclusions you come to, mm -hmm. but we don't want to be so quick to throw evil on everything because that's what evil right. wants you to do. Evil wants mm -hmm. you to see everything as evil so that you think evil is everywhere in everyone and you think evil is bigger and badder than it actually is. People are more good than they are bad. At the end of the day, uh, I right. guarantee you, without all of this witchcraft and these 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 things influencing people, at the end of the day, people usually do want to make the right decision for everybody. But because of the culture we live in, the disgusting culture we live in, the society we live in, it is raising people to be narcissistic in their mindset, which means number one, number one, number one, and only number one. I don't care who I hurt, who I manipulate, who I'm friends with one day and not the next. That's what the society is doing to people. It's creating psychopaths. I don't know how they figured out the formula. They figured out the formula of how to create psychopaths in society how to use trauma in the previous generation to sear it into yes. the genetics. Then when the mm -hmm. next generation is born, put it in the education system, put the mm -hmm. right triggers into the psyche, into the psyche. I, I, I can go on. It's a formula and they figured it out and they are literally 
cookie cutter printed narcissist psych sociopaths. Yeah, it's and basically it's basically what you said. It is trying to break the generational curse because it's a curse that they put it on is. us. It's exactly what it is. It's a curse. And I want to I want to piggyback off that, Sophia, Please what you go. said about how um a lot a lot of times in our community, in this community, the conscious community or the truth community, whatever you want to call it, right? The titles. Here we go with titles. I know, right? The community. <laughs> yeah, the you just say the community. People always are thinking the worst. I know that they think like almost everybody is bad. I, and I have been noticing that as well, like uh, like bad, right? Or evil or this is so. But I have been trying to tell people like, hey, there are good people out there. there I mean, there are still people out there that want to do good. There are people that have a heart. And that's why I just, when you were saying that, I was like, oh my goodness, I want to tell her. Like, I swear, I have been thinking this for a while now. And I've been trying to tell people like, hey, look, there are still genuinely good people, right? It's just what you said. It is the culture that this America or this world has developed America. of, like you said, the narcissism, the egotistical being, the borderline personality disorders, the, like you said, the psychopathic thing, the mental disorder, you know, like mentally, yeah. mental disorders, keeping them stuck in that mental state, right? And <clears throat> how do we break the generational curse? I mean, that's really what we need to try to do before we leave also this this reality right we need to try to break the generational curse even if it takes us till we're 80 or whenever we pass at least we're trying to break it and get out of that system but that's where that free will kicks in right here we go again free will you have free will to break the generational curse that they bestowed upon us that's true. and that just brings me to my one of my last questions. So some people, they argue that free will ends at death. Do you believe this is the circumstance? <laughs> I just almost fell off my chair. I know, it's no. a deep, that's a deep, deep question, girl. Uh, no, free will doesn't end at death because I think free will is completely and 100% uh, attached to your spirit being, who you are at the core of your being. See, we're not physical beings. We are spirit beings that come into this physical reality and this physical experience, but we don't end at death. And if we don't end at death, our free will cannot end at death. And I don't like to really like compare life like a video game, but to simplify it for people, you have yeah. to think of yourself, say you're up in the pleroma, you know, you're in your higher realm and, and, and it's time See, see the cycle of karma. Can I just interject one second? The cycle of karma, yeah. I want to say just this is my own thing. I've never heard this from anyone else. But for me, I feel like this karma has nothing to do with other people. Karma has to do with how much you've subverted your own free will in your life, I believe. Karma does not have to do with how you treat others and what you do. To, it has to do with how you've been treating yourself and how, uh, how much you've manipulated yourself and others, how much you've ignored your free will. That's the karmic cycle. It's it's that's the generational curse because our our grandparents or great grandparents, say my grandparents, they came over. They didn't have free will. They were only cared about one thing: making a life for themselves, working, putting their head down. Anything they desired, any passions they had, had to go on the back burner mm -hmm. because of survival, which is a pressure put on by the system. So they didn't have that luxury. We do, and we can choose to break that curse. So I just want to reinforce what you said because it's important. But uh, we don't end after death, and I think it's really important to look at ourselves like that. Look at ourselves as look, it, it would give you a better relationship with yourself to know that this body is being empowered by a true version of you. Wouldn't you want to honor your body, make it have the best experience in this life it can possibly have? Yes. See, this is how they don't want us thinking. And I think this is why this time is happening, because people like us are here, people like me, you like Cindy, like us, who are, maybe we're not in the karmic cycle anymore, right? I've met with four separate people in random times in my life, and they were all anomalized by the fact that they said, you have no karma in your, in your chart. Every chart I've ever done, numerology chart, Chaldean numerology, astrology chart, uh, Vedic astrology, all four of them said you have no karma in your chart is unheard of.
is unheard of to have no karma. So the conclusion you can come to is that I've already outlived my karma. I've already popped out and now I'm back again. And I'm going to assume that the others are on that same same level because we're here to help the people keep their consciousness. We're holding that vibration. We're holding consciousness here so that these other people can have the chance to link back in with their free will and their consciousness. And that's why this overlap is happening with Big Pharma and the infusion and everything else is because it is a time where truth is just being blasted all over the place. Like I say, it don't matter what level you're at in your life. Right. No matter what level you're at. It doesn't matter if yesterday you were shooting heroin. It doesn't matter if two days ago you were robbing a bank. If you choose today to be a, a better person, a true version of yourself, and you start using yourself in a way that that is in line with your passion and it's not being driven by all. see the outside world makes people criminals they're not criminals inside it's the outside no. world pressure mm -hmm. on them putting delusions in their head telling them they got they need this and then they'll be happy they're horrible they, yeah yeah they come from poverty you'll never be nothing you'll never exactly. make it and that's what crt that's what crt is doing it's reinforcing all of these ridiculous things that trap people's consciousness and I think we're here at this time with these people because of this overlap, because of this happening. Maybe we're holding it all together because maybe yeah. at the end, evil doesn't win. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I don't think right. evil ever wins. I just don't. No, well, I mean, God, uh, God wins always, always. I mean, always. And if, we're here, if, we're, and if we're here and we're holding the light of God in us and we're, we're, I, I'm not in, in doubt of anything and I'm not in fear of anything. And the last right. thing anyone should fear, which is the one thing everyone fears and which is what one thing that controls everybody is death. They control you with fear of death, death. and you, there's nothing death. to be afraid of. It's release. And I don't say it in a depressing way, <laughs> like go die tomorrow. Cause you're right. right. <laughs> but it, it's just, it's release yeah. from this, from this life. And then you go on. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. I think the human experience is a beautiful one. I think it's a gift God gives us for redemption because I don't think the original whatever happened. I originally, I think it happened many times boom, 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 in different dimensions. Things got more dense, more dense and kept happening. But yeah. I think the original thing that happened wasn't really here. And I think it's just keeps happening. We're you know what? I have to interrupt you. How deep is that, Sophia? Okay, redemption. Have you guys, okay, so have you seen the show Manifest? Yeah, I did. I did watch it. Okay, so you I see where I'm going with redemption? These people literally died, came back as human flesh to- Five years later. Their, and they were being tested all the time, and it was a redemption. It was a part. Of redemption and that's the craziest part of that when you were saying that was thinking yeah well, i was leading there i was leading yeah. there actually so i'm were glad you said there? I'm sorry yeah, i was gonna say i don't know what happened originally but i think what's going on here is that oh. this physical world is a chance for whatever your spirit whatever to refine your spirit and and understand yourself because Think about our emotions, how much our emotions are deeply tied to our inner inner self, our spirituality. And that's the one thing people always want to run from. We're taught to like snuff our emotions. But really, this is the land of emotions. We come here to earth to engage with our emotions, to refine our souls, to refine our spirits, to learn spiritual lessons. This is not a place where we're supposed to be physically doing all this stuff. Yes, we are supposed to physically enjoy life. There are reasons yeah. that we have physical pleasure, but spiritually through the physical, we're supposed to grow spiritually. Yes. And that's where it's become just physically dominated in the mindset of people. They don't think of the spiritual aspect of the physical things they do. And there is a spiritual imprint of the things you do physical, physically. I, I agree with you, Sophia, on that one. So that brings me to, John 7, 17, if any man will do his will, he shall know of the, in, the doctrine, whether it be of God or whether I speak of myself. So what do we think when we hear that, that scripture, right? I think it's, of what I did, what I read. Yeah. yeah. 
of what you just said. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine. So everybody knows what doctrine is, right? Or indoctrination, the doctrine, whether it be a God or whether I speak to myself. So, I mean, it's, it's very deep, right? It's everything that you just said. I just, it's so funny because everything just ties together. It was like, it was meant to be tonight, Sophia. <laughs> I just I love knew it. The second we talked on the phone, I was like, oh, this is perfect. You, you knew it, right? I, it was like, it kept coming to me. So when, um, when Cindy reached out to me and she said, Hey, Juliana, Oh, I loved, you know, she loved my life. She said, I think you'd be great with Sophia. And I said, I love Sophia. Like I'm always in there supporting her going off on the comments. You. Right. You know, I support you 110%. I think you are amazing human and soul. And, um, I, I was like, you know what, this is great because this has been weighing heavy on me. And I felt, even when I did my live, I felt like there was a need for me to speak. And you know, I usually post stuff all the time and I'm speaking, but I'm not really going live, right? But when she asked me, and then like all of these things kept coming up about free will, right? Or, or freedom or just being able to make choices, right? Because everybody at this point is torn. I feel like everybody's like, they don't know if they, they can do it. I don't know if I have a choice. I don't have a choice or, you know, I'm hearing everything. And it's come to the point where I'm like, we were given free will. This is the gift. This is the gift of life. So this was the best topic. I mean, I'm, I'm just so happy to be here with you and um, to end it. You know, I'm just happy that we got to talk about this. If you have anything else to say, that's just yeah, I feel I like free will is a consciousness. <laughs> I want to read one more thing and then I want to say something. So I'm going to read this. Okay, perfect. The highest okay. mental practice is to listen to this inner voice and to declare for its presence. The greater a man's consciousness of this indwelling I am is the more power he will have. This will never lead to illusion but will always lead to reality. All great souls have known this and have constantly striven to let mind of God come out through their mentalities. The father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. This was the declaration of the great master and it should be ours also. Not a limited sense of life, but a limitless one. And I truly believe that because Jesus looked at his disciples and he said, and I'm paraphrasing, these works you two can do, which means we have the power to do what Jesus did. And Jesus, let me bring up suffering because this is the last thing I want to say. The reason people are right now, the choice they're having is between their free will and suffering, right? To them, their free will is going to mean suffering. Going with yeah. their free will is going to mean suffering. Going with the system is going to mean no suffering. But that's the point while we're here. The things we choose to suffer for the, the only thing you should ever want to suffer for is your free will. That is yes. the highest spiritual value. What do you think the sacrifice of Jesus, what that did? Do people even understand what that did? Someone sacrificing their life, their body, their soul for the sake, for, for the sake of other people. That's not just a thing that only some great man of God does. We all can do it on a daily basis for ourselves. That's all we have yes. to do. For ourselves. That's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> that was a great end. That was a great ending. I just want to thank Cindy Ashby on the Wake Up Radio for this opportunity. You guys might see me back here. I don't know. We'll see. Yes, yes. Have to come, on, come on once a month with me. Okay. And uh, we'll bring up some great topics and we'll have some good discussions and questions and just elaborate. And I also want to thank Sophia, and I want to thank everybody for making this happen. And it was a pleasure. I, I'm thank always you, honored. Juliana. Yeah. Thank you. I love that day. And that's my niece's name. Of course. <laughs> you know what? Uh, before we go, because Cindy always has great things she adds, and I was just reading through her comments. Um, so I'll start with the top the ability or discretion to choose free choice. Talking about free will, the power of making choices that are neither determined by natural casualty 
nor predestined by faith or fate or divine will. A person's natural inclination, unforced choice. That's basically what I was trying to say, but yeah. I never say things right. To exist at the same time, sometimes followed by with. To exist together at the same time, nor in the same place. Is that omniscience? Is that what she was writing? To live in peace with another or others despite differences, especially as a matter of policy. The act of choosing, selection, the power, right, or liberty to choose, option, and alternative. The act of process of governing, especially to control and administration of public policy in a political unit. The office, function, or authority of a governing individual or body. Exercise of authority in a political unit. Rule. Firm belief in the integrity, ability, or character of a person or thing. Confidence or reliance. In the world definition, in any conditions of all possible things. I like that. I like that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I got to go down. It's a good one. Labels are a descriptive term and epithet. In a world inhabited by monsters, the city of Monstropolis, this is Monsters, Inc., is powered by energy from the screams of human children. Sound like adrenochrome? Yeah. <laughs> are you familiar? All right. So I'm glad Cindy, this is what I want to read. So I'm glad Cindy brought up sigils because sigils are very different from what I was talking about. Symbols. Sigils are very are magical. And they, they are also spiritual language. So a sigil, a type of symbol used in magic. The term has usually referred to a typical type of pictorial signature of a deity or spirit. In modern usage, especially in the context of chaos magic, which is what they practice, sigil refers to a symbolic representation of the practitioner's desired outcome. That is exactly what they're doing on us all the time when we see Google yep. symbol, you know, all these symbols, Gmail, Google, all these symbols, that's the desired that's outcome, right. which is the mm -hmm. direction of our energy, which is the direction of our free will, basically influencing our free will. Generational curse is primarily based on the teaching of those within deliverance ministries who believe that certain people can inherit misfortune. They believe some people receive from their ancestors, tendencies and weaknesses towards specific types or groups of sins. Thank you, Gail, to very wise women. May God bless you. That was from Gail. Compliments yes, you gave us. A sense of one's personal or collective identity, including the attitudes, beliefs, and sensitivities held by or considered characteristic of an individual group. And then she wrote, Manifest is an American supernatural series premiered 9-24-2018. It centers on the passengers and crew of a commercial airliner who suddenly reappear after being presumed dead for more than five years. And then down here, a principle or body of principles presented for acceptance or belief as by a religious, political, scientific, or philosophical group, dogma. And I'm glad she put that distinction in there too. This is why religion doesn't allow your, for your free will. And this is why it is, I think, the enemy of your free will. I agree. Is because when you're doing things out of a pressure or out of some sort of social pressure to say be good and you're not genuinely that way, you're not using your free will. I just don't believe you are. I don't believe whenever we do things for a desired outcome that we're engaging with our free will. We're engaging in manipulation. That's And that's witchcraft, in my opinion. When we yes, start trying is. to figure out ways to, to do things to appear a certain way, that's that's participating in illusion, in delusion, and that's what we all need to get out of. And I see it every day on all different levels. I've I've recognized it even when I did it within my own life, mm -hmm. you know, and I had to make amends for that, you know. When I was a drug addict, oh, my God, uh, you were always wrong, and I was always going to be right. And because I'm a good arguer, that's just how it ended can up. Can I throw something in there? Yes. Uh, I also want to say that religions are like cults. Okay? Yes. They, they want to say that we're a cult for being conscious or that we're conspiracy theorists. Cult of no, truth, I'll take it. Reli re religions are cults. They are. And we'll end it, we will end at that because you know what? If you're in search for the truth, you cannot be bound to a label. You cannot Correct. be bound to a religion. And if you value truth, stop breaking down those religions and legalistic mindsets that some people hold on to. All That's right. It. 
So, okay, thank you so much, Juliana. You've been listening to Truth, Freedom, and Sophia tonight with co-host Juliana and super producer Cindy Ashby. You can catch all of our replays on SoundCloud, Google, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Check out OTW Tube where you can watch all of our replays. We upload all of our videos there. Share from OTW Tube. Create your own profile. Upload videos you like. You don't have to be a live content producer to share videos. And we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching. Listening. Thank you. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian. Cindy On the wake up. You, the people, have the power. The power to create happiness. Let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us all unite. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform.